Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And welcome to the Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On today's show, episode 21, it's our usual ramblings. We'll update you on a handful of news and stories over the last few weeks. And we'll tackle this week's big question. Big box, little box or a cardboard box? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check and time. <sighs> On you go. Oh, <laughs> On you go. Uh, what have we got today? So I apologise for the delay in getting a the podcast out it's been a wee while um uh, a few wee things have uh, unfortunately happened over the last few weeks so yep. but um we'll not bore you with those but we will check in with a bit about what i've been up to in the bikes well um i got my sports to rest back Yay. which was a million no that's the wrong button that's the wrong Is that button. one in yeah, that's it. So I got the sports dress back, got hopped on it. It was looking lovely. Um, they didn't wash it for me, bless them, because uh, they knew that I was going to do not want a wet bum to take it up the road with me. Uh, God bless you, Harley. And uh, I don't know, have we covered this already? Have we done this? Now? I, don't I, don't think think cover, I don't think we did no. cover it coming back because it came back and no. went away again. I think we covered it coming, about it coming back. But anyway, uh, rode it up the, into town, parked it outside my work. When I came back out, there was a wee pool of oil underneath it. And I thought, oh, well, maybe it's oil. I'll break fluid or something kind of brown and sticky what's brown and sticky a stick <laughs> hey. Hey. I'll give you that one thank you and uh, we said uh, uh, so I just popped back into Harley and they had another wee look at it and they reckon actually there's been some sort of when the when the engine's heated up and the oil's gone a bit more runny and the the the, the, the clutch cover has expanded it's there's a wee crack in the clutch cover so it's now got to go back in. it's now sitting back in Harley and uh, it will get a clutch cover put on it, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, that will then be it. Good to go. So fingers um, crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, um, there we go. I'm just, uh, I've just realised I've got a wee plastic thing in my hat. Sorry, I know this is not a visual thing, but I've I know. And I suppose we, we should hat. call that out for everybody because of obviously, you mean everything that's been going on lately. Um, <laughs> we're we're ending up remote tonight. Just for the sake of convenience and to get yes. obviously recording, um. So yes, hence why you mean the bonnet and the plastic thing. The bonnet, the bonnet. And the bonnet. Do you like the bonnet? bonnet? The bonnet's nice. Yeah, thanks. Man. Um, it's a wee holiday and bonnet. So, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad so, you called that out there. So, um, I will be getting hopefully getting the bike back next week. The clutch part, part the clutch cover is due to come in uh, next week. So. Um, so fingers crossed that'll be it back back now so all good all good all good but I have had out my triumph I was actually in work today so I had to take any work so a wee zoom 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 but I need to get the chain tightened a wee bit as a wee loose on that one and uh, last weekend I took the uh, the, tra- the Bobby Bobby the Bobby the Bobber out so I've joined Triumph is that, is, that, is that his official name, Bobby the Bobber? It's the name that's on the Apple Air tag that's hidden somewhere in its body ah, so, ah. Bobby the so, Bobber 
Yeah. So every time, every time I, I, I leave it, it goes, um, you have left Bobby behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, poor Bobby. Bobby's not got oh. a life. Bobby, keep, Bobby keeps getting left behind. You have left behind the Bobby. So, <laughs> that's, that's it, aye. I should call it the Bobby. Did, aye, that's that? exactly what you should have called the it. The Bobby has been left behind. You've left behind um, your Bobby. The my, my Bobby. So uh, there we go. So yes. Um, so but um, so that's really it's not much to be fair. I had the bikes out, been good fun. The weather's been a bit rubbishy. Didn't make it. Did not make it to the bike night on the other night at Harley Davidson. No. But but for two very good reasons. One, I was looking after my son, helping him out of a slight emergency. Um, and number two, because I had tickets to go and see. Top Gun, Maverick, so... Um, Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Yes. Uh, no, that's, that's <laughs> such a good wee button. You know, and, and, that uh, button's staying. That button is staying. Uh, and uh, to see the joy of uh, Mr. Thomas Cruise, um, you know, driving along behind, beside Glasgow Airport, uh, and he's Kawasaki, so all good. <laughs> Do you know what? And it must have been the one sunny day if it was Glasgow Airport. And he goes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think they've nope. CGI'd that, to be honest, you know. <laughs> So, mm, I'd be the only bit in that movie that they've seen. Uh, no, that, that that is one of the things I have to say about the movie. I know this isn't a movie show, but the the fact that that isn't CGI'd, right? Because I don't brilliant. I don't have a button that does the dun 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 dun. Do you know what I mean? The old yeah, uh-huh. film ninety. For the listeners of a certain age, you'll realise that my version of it was the right tune. So <laughs> uh, the song is actually called I Wish I Knew How It Feels To Be Free uh, and was sung by Nina Simone. Anyway, there you go. Just, there you go. just there you go. a little bit of uh, music trivia for you. Well, I'll look it up. And, uh, so yeah, so that's um, that's been me. I think to be honest, but um, but but on seeing the film, of course, what did I do coming home tonight? On seeing the film last night, you went by the airport, didn't you? Of course I did. Of course I did. You know, Aye. absolutely. Were, so you, there we were go. you playing Kenny so, Loggins by chance? Uh, with Danger Zone playing in a helmet. Yeah, so so. Um, absolutely recommend it. I mean, I actually rode the bike all the way from Glasgow to. Just running about the start of the airport with no music playing, but Danger Zone queued up on the phone so that I could, so that I could just make sure that I didn't miss it. Airport play, play. So um, <clears throat> yes, um, we'll talk about airports though. I do have a uh, a new drone coming. I thought you meant you were going to be in holiday again. Uh, no, no. So, so I'm just about flying. So we've got we've got a, a more advanced version of the, of what we've got to follow the bikes. So, um. Ideally, that will come at the same time as I get the sports to back, and then we can start doing a couple of wee funky videos. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I don't know. Am I missing anything? Is there anything you think I'm missing? Uh, Just the way you went anything else, as if to say, uh, I think uh, you've forgotten something. Anything fairly recent that you've done in the last couple of hours? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Oh, wait a minute, now that you mention it. <laughs> Shot their memory. Um, there will be a wee unboxing video coming soon. Um, I get so jealous that, that Darren recorded himself with his helmet that I wanted to get my helmet out for the, for the public as well. Excuse me? So, um, but obviously, um, my my helmet is, is old and weary. And uh, and and not really people don't really want to see that, so I decided I needed to you know get a get a better helmet. So get so um get fresh so one. in the next couple of weeks, arriving on my doorstep should be a Rurock Atlas four point the Batman edition. And a, a, a nice helmet. 
it's a, it's a, 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 I've spent a couple of weeks watching lots of videos on the, the Atlas 4 um, in comparison to like the Atlas 3 and everything and it's just a different beast you know everybody I and mean, all the people that actually hated the the last Atlas are raving about the Atlas 4 you know um, it's, it's, it's comfort you know they've fixed all the stuff with the padding inside it they've done all that the soundproofing all these kind of things so super excited because we'll be getting I'm getting that um, so that's coming as soon as it's available it was purchased today tonight oh, geez, 6 o'clock 6 they, o'clock I don't the, think... minute the, early, the minute the early access opens <laughs> I, I, know, I know they do sell out very quick, those those limited editions. Aye, and if anyone hasn't seen it, get onto Rurock and check out the latest kind of DC ones. Um, yeah, they brought they, out five, isn't it, now? Yeah, they five did. Five new DC ba- ones. Batman, The Riddler, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn and Superman. And Superman, that's yeah. right. And I have to say, I'm not, I'm a Batman fan, so of course I was going to go for the Batman one, Obviously. but I really like the Superman one. The, the detail, the decals on it are really, really nice. I really like it. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Aye, Superman, actually. Aye, the, again, the one, the only one that I was like, was the Riddler one. But I bet you if you saw it up close, do you mean it would just? Yeah, I, I thought the Riddler one was up. maybe one that will look much better in the flesh, Aye. or <clears throat> tied to the right kind of bike for the Riddler one. Yes. So, you know, if you got yourself like an old sportster in matte black or something like that with Aye. a Riddler one on it, that kind of idea, or a, you know, or, or, or something like a, 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 a kind of naked, some sort of naked bike, you know what I mean? That bit dark or stealth, you know, kind of, kind of black makes Aye. it look like a stealth fighter kind of stuff. Um, would, would look really good with that Riddler helmet, I think, you know, and stuff like that. So. Or, or any green Kawasaki. Or any, because it's all green or it's, 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 uh, all the stuff's green so Kawasaki green probably yeah definitely yeah so so that's coming as well so we'll do a wee unboxing and everything like that so folks for you to watch on go 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 I can't wait for that to arrive because uh, I do think it'll be again same as you watch some of the reviews on Atlas 4 and everybody's banging on about it yeah, because so, I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're no cheap, and uh, uh, but uh, luckily it's my birthday this weekend, and my way. darling son has that's my gift for my darling son. So God bless him, thank you, John. Um, yeah, he's a good boy, and uh, so um, we will be uh, reviewing and previewing and reviewing that one as soon as we get it. There we go. Nice one. Nice one. And nice with one. our with, with our new um, head of uh, digital media, said she'll be she'll be helping us out. She will yeah. be. She doesn't know it yet, but she will no. be. Our, our, our intern, we've got an intern. So, well, uh, the way that I, an intern, I will see how long that lasts. Uh, <laughs> I, because apparently we're too old to operate. You mean social media? Yes, we do don't. Mean, we don't. Uh, we don't understand. We don't have the skills to uh, like hashtags and all that. We're just absolutely useless. At it. So yeah. there you go. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anyway, what were you done? What were your check in? Give us a wee up to date. You've been. You've done a few things. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple. So again, same as I mean, um, we obviously had some news um, that obviously shocked us a bit last week, which is kind of taking the stuff out and kind of changed the priorities a wee bit. So, um, <clears throat> so that so that's that's not been great. Um, the the board that we record, that our sound board that we record all the podcast one's been acting up, which hasn't helped. So that's got to go back. So we'll record this and then that will go back. And it's like, yeah. and by that point, it was only the middle of May. And I thought, May can just do one already. <laughs> I'm fed up with it. Uh, However, there has been some good things. Um, so obviously, there was Top Gun, which was just, you know what I mean? That just that kind of made up for it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
which wasn't too bad. I finally got the new helmet all set up. So I managed to get all my comms installed and I managed to get the Ghost 4K installed after a bit of, how shall we say this, jiggery-pokery. Mm. That's, that's the only thing about the, the, the Rurok helmet. I don't want to put anything on it. No. Do you know what I mean? Cameras no. and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be sticking anything on you, it. You know? No, you need to use one of your older ones for an actual, what do you call it? Yeah, camera. For, for your so, vlogging. I don't camera. want to be having my, I don't want my comms and all that sticking off the side. I want it to look really, really slick. So, of course, I purchased the Bluetooth comms to add into it as well. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we'll be able to check the chain up and test all that out. Yes, because that's one thing that we really do we need to test out. <clears throat> but obviously, with the fact that we've been ships passing in the night this month, and then yes. your bike been out and back in again and all that kind of stuff, it's been, it's been tricky. But that's good that you. I would, I, I would definitely use one of your older helmets to put all your rigmarole on. Do you know what I mean your mm, comms yeah. and all that, or your other comms on and your um, camera and stuff on? And I say, I end up having to buy that glue, the moldable glue, to put it on because obviously the new helmet's an adventure helmet, and it was, and so far, touch wood. Do you know what I mean that that moldable glue is rock solid, and that's I've had it out today with a big battery on it, and it's then it's fine. Um, Made up a little tether with some paracord just to mm-hmm. add as an extra safety measure just in case. But aye, seems fine. Um, yeah, cool. I was supposed to be out this morning on the Street Glide ST, um, but right. due to low numbers and stuff, the guys just to put it off. So I think I'm going to get into tomorrow. I think they did it in the afternoon, though, didn't they? I think they did one in the afternoon. They did have one in the afternoon, but yeah. I had stuff on in the afternoon, so I couldn't do yeah. it. Um, but Shame. the guys announced on Buckle Vision. Um, that they're going to do on a Saturday, so I think they're going to go do it tomorrow. So I, that, that that would be good because I think a lot of people doing it during I, the week's tough for a lot of people. And I think that's the coming. problem. I think they're saying, you know, I mean, at first it was quite busy, but then as it kind of gets on, people obviously are, you know, I mean, using their holidays and all that kind of stuff, and Aye. they're no, I mean, it's it's kind of declining a wee bit. So hence why they're going to move mm-hmm. them. I think this Saturday. I can see the Friday afternoon one maybe been quite good to do because you would maybe take the afternoon off on a Friday anyway. And some folk finish that. early on a Friday. Mm. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, I'll do a follow up. I'll do a little follow up with just what's all set up on the on the um, helmet and how it all looks and all that kind of stuff. But there's spare paracord there. There's spare moldable glue and all that for when we come to do whatever and you cool. put them. And I've got a few more. I've got a couple more of those drift things to pass on to you as well. So there we go. Sorted. Oh, yes. Um, what else this week? I went to bike night last night, which was quite cool. Again, it was a it was quite a big turnout. I think there's about two hundred and fifty odd folk there. Um, nice. Loads of bikes. There was a guy there in a street legal like eighties Formula One car, but it was street legal. Really? Do you know what I mean? wow. It was bizarre, and there was some other different cars there, and there was loads of different bikes. There was a guy there in an old Yami three fifty, which was just mint it. Um, I there was loads and loads of stuff there. Um, that was kind of different for the last time, so that was good, because my first fear was is that the first one would be great, and then the second one would kind of quiet and done a bit. And mm-hmm. when you saw mm-hmm. the weather yesterday, it was absolutely yes. chucking it down at one point in the afternoon, and I thought, oh, horrible, this is horrible, horrible. Wash out. but sun came out. And so everybody turned up in their numbers, which was it was quite good. So, I if you haven't been along last Thursday of the month, every month at West Coast uh, in Hilton, um, and it's again you can you you don't necessarily need to be into bikes if you just want to come and have a coffee and 
I'm wondering, I wonder about it. Or it's worth it to come and see some of the cars are coming. There's a lot of American Some of the cars were beautiful last night. And again, mm. when that guy pulled up in what looked like a form, it was a Formula One like, replica thing for the like an eighties kind of like an old Lotus. Or, you know what I mean? Um, was it? A, so I wish but, I'd seen that. Uh, it was. Uh, it was like it was mental, but it was road legal. And you're like, ah, what? Um, and also yesterday we got to saw the Nightster in the flesh. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I was gutted I wasn't going to get to see because I know it was only there that day, wasn't it? Only yeah, there it was only, eight o'clock yeah. at night. Uh, and I really wanted to see the Nightster because I've been watching a few videos some, uh, of people riding the Nightster and trying it out and it's, it's getting some great reviews, to be fair. Hopefully their demo one will be in next week. Hopefully. Oh, really? Fingers crossed. Definitely want to take that out for a wee spin. Yeah. It's, if, you're it's, if you're listening, Scott Henry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, bigger than what, it's bigger than what I thought it was. Is it? Uh, it's, it's well, much, then the sports dress was bigger than we thought it was going to be, wasn't it? Ah, uh, it's much chunkier than what I thought it would be. A lot thinner, and but no, it's actually quite a chunky little thing. So, but it's this, it's, it's stupidly light for a Harley. Uh, I mean, for for a bike in general, it's quite light, but for a Harley, it's stupidly light. I sat on it and picked it up and nearly threw it the other way because <laughs> now that way you're used to going and uh, lifting up, and it went straight uh, so aye, it's definitely worth um, it's definitely worth checking out. It's quite a big bike, um, and obviously the wife's quite excited now. She's sat on it and seen it and likes it, so she just needs to get a demo, <coughs> and then hopefully the week after, husband will arrive. And we can nice, do a proper little demo. <coughs> well, definitely chucking up the tone up near for that, eh? Oh, I totally. Uh, and then the ma- last, ma- mammy and daddy's poster. Mammy and daddy's poster. Although apparently she's going to get the seat all custom made so that I can't sit on it because I've got a f- fat rear and she Disney. So, a bit sneaky that. Um, have, a, have a shot at it before the new seat goes on then. Aye, totally. Absolutely, of course. Uh, and then the only other thing was, is today, um, obviously because that ride was cancelled, I went and spoke to a couple of the bike garages and in the room where we obviously record. Um, one we need to go back out and see, um, which is the Honda one, back to the Vines. And then I went and spoke to the guys at AMR Motorcycles. So they used to be like, where obviously we where the cave is, it was literally two minutes away. Mm-hmm. But they've obviously moved to new premises in and around the same kind of industrial estate where Harley and Triumph and Ducati and all that are. So it's, it's a good location for them because they're right in the middle and it's a much bigger shop they've got. It's got an up and down stairs in it. Um, cool. They're doing Royal Enfields and Kiwis and Benalis. Benelli's. Um, the Benelli's actually look amazing. I was really surprised. Mm. I was really surprised. They do one called a 502, 501C, 502C, and it's like a little kind of cruisery thing, but it's like a mini Ducati Diavlex, but it's absolutely stunning. So went to the chat with those guys. Those guys are happy to do some stuff for the podcast, so I think we're going to go out and see them next week. They're having a, a demo weekend which is on the Friday and the Saturday, and um, they're calling it Meet the Royals, <laughs> ironically, because it's Jubilee weekend and they do Royal Enfield. That's well played. That's very Exactly, clever. it's very, very yeah. clever. Um, yes. So, yeah, so if anybody... Yes, so well, well done there. Yeah, One, one is very, very pleased to know <laughs> that's that one is looking after the motorcycle side of the royal family. That's quite good, actually. Oh, I'm, I'm quite impressed with that. Was that your modulator or was that just you? No, it was just me. Oh, was just even me. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, Saturday next week, um, <clears throat> 10 till 3, um, AMR um, uh, motorcycles in Hillington. Uh, 
Um, if anyone's listening and wants to check them out, this will obviously by the time you're listening to this, it's probably going to be Monday or Tuesday, so there's only a couple of days until it goes. But yeah, definitely go out and see them. Especially, I mean, the Royal Enfields, we all know that they're, they've got the Scram 411 in there, which is absolutely beautiful in the flesh. Yeah, um, I think we're going to, I'm going to aim to try and pop down there kind of quite early on the Friday between I, kind of like I 10 and 12. I think we'll both. Now that I, now that I realise that, you know, I mean, I'm actually half because it's <laughs> kind of apparently it's a bank holiday. <laughs> Who knew? Mm. Who knew? Uh, I will definitely take a wee run out there and speak to those guys. But I so it's, it's been there's a lot in there, but it has been just a a hellish month. Um, so roll on the next month, as long as it's yes. no, would you call it? As long as it's not any worse than this one. Yes. Like, well, at least there's no anything like a, a new disease ravaging through the country that could take over the take us all. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, we need that button. Yeah, that's it. Aye, well, Aye. anyway, hopefully, hopefully, um, you can't catch monkeypox for your motorcycle seat. So, monkeypox, if you're listening, if you're listening, negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Go we, go, go we. Time. Oh, that was checking. I was checking. That was yeah, checking. Uh, yeah. And there probably be stuff that I forgot about, which you mean. We could for next one. We could get a wee, a wee button that says, uh, "I feel like chicken tonight, chicken tonight. I feel like chicken tonight." Yeah. Mm. Chicken, no, chicken, no. chicken, chicken. Oh, chicken, uh. that's genius! Why did we think of that before? I know. See, um, sometimes, I'm, sometimes true genius only happens later on. Hi, <laughs> have you been drinking? No, I wish. <laughs> maybe later. Maybe later. Maybe later. I mm. maybe like halfway through the news. Aye. Speaking of which, let's. Hello, it's now time for the news. Time for the news. Hello, news. Hello, news. Uh, the Jubilee news. The Jubilee news. Because it is Jubilee week, so we're having the Jubilee news. Well, I, I have got all my Calypso cups in the freezer. Oh no, it's not that kind of Jubilee, is it? No. No. Okay. No. Any, anyone outside the US will not get that joke. Nobody We'll have our listeners in Mexico and Texas going, I, 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 uh, negative right, Ghost Rider, the well, partner's full. Aye, <laughs> aye, <laughs> aye, 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 they made a bit of a boob. Um, I think it was around booby. It was around about April. Um, somebody updated the service and website, um, and actually put three new bikes on there that no one's ever heard of. Surprise, surprise. Um, obviously, it was quickly rectified, and nothing was said about it, not a peep. But it has sparked some obvious, obvious rumours. Which, you mean, who, who are we to say whether they're rumour or not? But we will have a look anyway. Apparently it was new three new GS models. So Would you just use the word allegedly a lot? Allegedly. allegedly. Objection here, say. Uh, so the three are... Calm down, Amber. Calm uh, down. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> uh, topical. Uh, apparently we're getting an uh, M1300 GS. We're getting an R1300 GS. And we're getting an R1400 GS. Ooh. So let's let's start at the M. So M thirteen hundred GS. Now given the M BMW have obviously did their M car range for 
yes. well, f- as long as I can remember. And they've started with, the, they've got a, an M1000RR now on the market. does kind of make sense. You know what I mean? They, they would do a, a kind of M version of the GS because, yes. well, GS is a big bike for them. No, what, you know, a big seller. Um, the chances are, though, it will be a heavily dieted version of the, the normal GS with loads of carbon fibre upgrades and some electronic goodies and you know, <coughs> maybe like an M riding mode or, a, you know, I mean, maybe even a track mode button or some sort of customisable option for the track or something and the exhaust's going to be a bit more throaty yeah. and a bit more exciting. It's BMW though, so the customisable options, you'll have to take them in and get them to customise them for you and aye. they'll charge you a fortune. Aye. Aye, that's if they pay the fortune uh, to get them as extras. Uh, Aye. But yes, so I think, uh, you know I mean, it'll be interesting to see what, what that entails. Um, they're also bringing out a, an R, well, I say they're also bringing out, allegedly, um, the R1300GS. And we think this will be the standard kind of upgrades for the 1250GS. So this will be the one that most people probably buy, probably buy, right? Now, let's address the obvious part. It's going to be a 50cc upgrade. Yep. The question I've got over that is whether they'll leave it as the current... I don't think they can leave it as the current engine because they're already pushing the boundaries in terms of that water cooling technology. So the current engine, the water cooling targets the kind of top end, okay, and the cylinders below are all air-cooled still. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to improve it, obviously, they would probably wrap it in some sort of water jacket like some other manufacturers do. This would help them, obviously, reduce emissions. It would give them a slight increase in power um, and it would give them greater control over the combustion. Um, It should also be that little bit quieter, so it means that going forward, with new Euro regulations coming, it would be easier for them to meet it. So I think a new, I think it's Euro 5B or something is the next iteration. But that would help them obviously get to it. Now, what other parts are going to be on there? Not entirely sure. Because again, this is all conjecture based on somebody making a boob um, on the the servicing site. Um, the last one they've obviously, that came <coughs> up on there was the R1400GS. Now, Again, the rumour is, is, could this be a replacement for the GSA, which is the obviously the the, the, the normal 1250 GS, yep. but with a few extras and a bigger tank and all uh, that kind of stuff. Uh. That would make sense, because then you're getting that, again, extra boost in power, which then starts to kind of get it closer to the Pan Americas, the V4s, the um, KTM Super Adventure, it's going to need a bigger tank, I think, because if it is going to be a replacement for the... That's the... the one of the beauties of a GSA was the fact that it had a massive tank on it. I mean, you could fill it and go forever before you had to refill it again, which, mm-hmm. you know I mean, attracts some people, especially if they're doing long, long miles, especially in places where there's maybe no an abundance of petrol stations. Um, but yeah, possibly bigger power. Uh, more power, bigger tank, maybe more electronics. Again, much more of a, an adventure tourer rather than <coughs> an, an adventure yes. bike. So, who knows? Again, though, at this point, all of this is speculation and allegedly because BMW haven't said a word. They're keeping very tight-lipped. 
there has been spottings of a new bike at one of the BMW test facilities, but no one knows what it is yet. So, mm, it is probably, I'm going to say it's about time, I think, with the introduction of the pan, it does push BMW, in terms of power and that, it pushes them back a wee bit. Um, it, rather than them being kind of like third in terms of power and torque, they're probably now fourth. Um, it's a tricky one. Whether, the, whether we'll see it this side of 2022 or whether it's probably going to be into 2023, who knows? You know I mean, you just, with them being tight lipped, you just don't know how how far along they are in yes. that. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a weird one. I'm uh, interested to see what they do, though. I think an M version would be very. I think that'd be nice. I, my, my worry is, though, is let the M versions of the cars, it then becomes silly expensive I think I think you can probably guarantee it's going to be silly expensive if it's going to be an inversion of a car I think just given just the fact that the general market at the minute <clears throat> or the prices have went up yeah. obviously because of whatever that reason may be you know what I mean will well, it attract here. your M type rider I mean do we have you know the way you've, you've got there's a you know, I don't want to generalise and, and BMW M series cars are, are incredible cars, but you know, there's a certain type of person that buys them, and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. And and they don't drive them like you know the way they should be driven. So no. you know, are they are they going to buy? Is, is it going to be the kind of person that's going to want to ride about in town in an in an M series adventure bike? Well, you know, well, it's one not, of the, not it's, actually use it for an adventure bike. Well, it's I hope one of, not. I don't know if, if that's they don't quite have the same kind of. No, and but you think about it. If you were to buy a, if you were buying a, a fifteen twenty grand standard twelve or thirteen hundred GS, and you were planning to do a bit of off road on it, mm-hmm. if they make the M version, the same bike, but with some added ooh ooh la la in terms of, or you could take it on the track, or you can do whatever, but you can still do everything a GS does. Yeah. However, you are going to pay a premium for it, and it suddenly becomes a 25 grand bike. Would you take a 25 grand bike off-road? Ah, exactly. I, 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 would, I, mean. I would be you terrified I mean? to yeah. go off-road. There's a lot of money yeah. if you ever... Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're taking a, a five grand Himalayan do you know what I mean? Or Um and, and if you drop it, when you drop it, you know that spare parts are reasonable for it. But as you drop an M GS, do you know what I mean? And with all these carbon fibre bits and whatnot, it, it could be, obviously if they're coming carbon fibre, but I, it just could be, I, I just don't know how well it sits in the market. Because to me, it wouldn't be a, an adventure bike because you wouldn't take it off-roading unless you've got money to burn you mean who knows but aye it's just it's one of the ones yeah i mean i was watching quite an interesting um the youtube thing you got your the guy i like that ryan guy fortnine yeah Uh, and it was it was the laws that endanger motorcyclists yeah was uh, the thing and it's obviously it's very canadian north american centric but what was quite interesting was he's he's a he's got a gs thing he rides a bmw gs doesn't he so i think it's a, i think it's the old 750 gs aye. He's got, aye. and uh, and he was just talking about the abs type thing and on the bikes you know so you know and how actually you don't want them on your bike when it's off-road so uh, the kind of things and the kind of enhancements that they're going to put on a bmw m series adventure bike actually going to be 
good for adventure bikes or are they just going to be good for road riding? Do you know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see no, what, and what they, they put on as a premium. Well, it's one mm-hmm. of those things as well. Apparently, BMW, I mean, we're not including this in the news because it was a little small snippet, but apparently they're looking at, you know that way where you, I'm saying, when you, when you drive a Porsche or an Audi, I don't have either, but it's got that automatic spoiler. When you get above a certain yes. speed, it obviously comes up to help keep <coughs> the and all that. Apparently, BMW are working on a, f- a retractable fairing, right? So that when you go at a certain speed, the fairing expands or comes out so that it actually deflects more air and makes it more air and makes it aerodynamic and all that kind of stuff. That's the that's what they're working on next. And you're like... Well, the bit, <laughs> in, like the bit in the later series of Night Rider, when he presses that button for the super speed, aye, all, these things, all these things aye, pop out. Aye. Aye. aye, that's what they're working on. BMW, you've heard it here first, BMW are working on super pursuit mode for, for the BM. Super aye. pursuit mode, well, that was it. Yeah, man, yeah. BMW, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as long as they're not working on a turbo boost mode, we're all right. Uh, and knowing the BMW sense, that, or knowing the, the night rate. And, 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 and if, the, if the BMW talks to you, you're doing it's a jabber accent, yeah? Mm. Careful. Moving yeah, on. Careful. <laughs> 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 not to offend anyone. Moving not on. Not to anyone. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Ian, yeah. what you got next? Achtung, Some exciting Achtung, news. Achtung. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what have I got next? I have got the Harley Davidson Nightstar. So mm. we just talked about that a bit in the check-in. You finally got to see it in the flesh. You got to sit on it. Um, nice heavy bike. You know, nice new um, bike. So uh, HD have launched another new bike. This time it is a replacement for the Sportster. Not the Sportster S. Not the new Sportster, but the the old Sportster. Um, so so we've got the Sportster S not long ago, but it wasn't built to replace the 65-year-old Sportster. Uh, it was in its own bracket. The Sportster S was a kind of um, half Sportster, half kind of performance bike, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we've, when we've gone over it in, in, in great in great detail, and I've actually not necessarily gone over it in great detail, but I've slid over it in great detail um, as well. I never said that. That was no, you. I know. But, uh, I know. Anyway, so the nice thing it does, however, is the replacement for the Sportster, the old Sportsters, right? And it is using another variant of the Revolution Max water-cooled engine. So they've unveiled the HD Nightstar with a 975cc Revolution T engine. Again, another one of those torquey engines. So the T stands for torque, of course. Um, and this modern take on a classic will produce 88.5 brake horsepower at 7,500 RPM and 70-pound foot of torque at 5,000 RPM. Revolutions per minute, minute, minute. And um, so let's put that into context. So, Darren, you you had an iron A three, didn't you? Yes. And they never published the BHP figures because I think you were saying it was poor. It was. I, I that's not the word I would have used, it, but uh, yes, yeah. it was definitely on the. Mm. Slowly side. So you've we reckon it was about fifty-seven brake horsepower, and the RPM peaked at around about five thousand RPM. Think, so it was not RPM a very heavy machine. I think the Wasn't RPM it? only went up to about five thousand RPM. <laughs> Never mind, you know, went to only went you know, up to. It's, it, it was a, it was a good bike to have as your first bike to teach you what bikes not to buy, wasn't it? Oh, really? and and don't get me wrong, mine probably put a little bit more than fifty-seven because it had the stage one. Ah, don't you, know, of course, but, you're, you're kind of, yeah. But yeah, you I mean, aye, it, it, it was nowhere near what this new one is. Uh, well, this one peaks at nine and a half thousand revs, right? Nine and a half, nine thousand five hundred RPM, and yeah, it's not a fire blade, but for Harley, that is a lot. 
that's a lot of revs, you know, and it definitely puts the sporty fun back in the bike. Um, now, the new 975T engine has VVT only on the inlet and not on the out. So the Harley chief engineer says it was a lot of complexity and weight that the bike didn't require. Why is it, so when, you, why is it when you say va- when you say VVT, I just about to go va va voom va va voom It has a VVT. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. We've insulted two nations in it. has a vivity. Nicole, Papa, Papa, Nicole. And <laughs> again, um, anyone of a certain age not in the UK is going to go, yeah. What are they two smoking? Harley Chief Engineer does, as I said, says it was a lot of complexity and weight, and the bike didn't require it. All right. So the engine, as uh, like the rest of the new Revolution models, forms a central structural chassis component and acts as the core between the front and the rear subframe. So it has a big chunk of metal sitting there. Um, but it's nice and a lovely kind of grey, silvery, kind of gunmetal grey type, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, it does, it it does looks suit great. the bike. Yeah. Um, not, this not only opens the door for bolt-ons, bolt-off customizations, but it does also give the bike a better feel and handling. Now, this is quite interesting. I was watching this, funnily enough. I didn't, I didn't realise this until I started watching some of the YouTube videos. But they have um, they've moved the fuel tank to under the seat. So that's like the old V-Rod. So the 11.3 litre tank now runs up and down under your butt, which gives it a really low sense of gravity. And one of the one of the, one of of the the people I was watching, um, their, their name is Her On Wheels, I think it is, American girl. Yep. Um, Her On Wheels, right? And she, she said it, it, it means you don't, f- you don't fling it into the corner as much as you have to because the centre of gravity is so low and, that she, and she was saying that took a wee bit of getting used to being on the bike but she it was kind of but interesting you've got, you got to you know, take it easy if you first get one because the corner and the things will feel a bit different with that really low centre of gravity with the, with the fuel tank under the seat yeah um, so good tip uh, this improves the centre as I said improves the centre of gravity and it was the main reason Harley opted for this now uh, due to the need for a larger airbox, if they wanted to keep the fuel in, usual person, it would have required a much larger tank up front, and it's actually really sleek up front, isn't it? It's really nice. It's it really nice. It's like a, um, it's not like a forty-eight. Uh, if, if you've seen a forty-eight special or a forty, I mean, supposed to forty-eight, it's a really slim tank, but it only held something like two point three liters or something. It was tiny, <clears> or <throat> two point three right. gallons or sorry, it was tiny. But that's what it looks like. I mean, a wee bit wider, but that's. The, the yeah. rough feel. It would now. I mean, they could have put a bigger tank on. It wouldn't have, you know, altered the bike's feel. But um, aesthetically, it would have made the bike look, oh, probably like a big eye. Aye. You know, uh, it's like, I, like some sort. I don't want to slag off the old Sportster twelve hundred, but uh, this big fucking tear thing on it, it was aye, absolutely. Yeah, it's like a big olive in the, on a cocktail. Aye. Now, all the way, it has a lower centre of gravity, so it should be easy to pick up, and move about. Uh, and couple that with the fact that the new Nicer has been in a diet, a major diet, it means, I mean, this thing is light. And we've said earlier on, it's super light. It's light for a bike, but super light for a Harley. The curb weight, or wet weight, is 221 kilos. So, and again, take that into perspective. That's 35, 35 kilograms lighter than the old Sportster and only 50 kilos heavier than a Kawasaki Versus. You made me say those words, I know. Darren. I know. You made me say those words. I know. A Kawasaki versus six fifty, right? You're welcome. Um, I know you're all right. It's fine. Um, <laughs> good, good job. We're remote. I'm just getting you in the back of the head. Um, uh, IPV, weight, IPV, IPV. Uh, all that weight with a low seat height on seven hundred and five mils will make this thing feel like a toy. And that's another thing that the, the 
her on wheels was saying it's so low. It's probably the lowest Harley I think she sat on. I think she said so. Um, it's, you know, uh, now it's ride by wire. It comes with usual riding modes, rain, road, and sports. It also comes with all the things that you would expect in a modern bike: ABS, traction control, drag, tro- drag, torque, slip control system. Um, I wish I just said DSCS. That'd have been much easier. You know, uh, helps reduce uh, rear wheel lockups under deceleration. And with a new engine, new electronics, new LED lights, you would think this bike looks brand new. However, Harley have made it to try and still have that real original sports style look. It's still got a kind of retro feel to it in many ways. Similar looking wheels, fenders, the circular instrument cluster, um, has plenty of nods to its sixty-five year heritage. So they've they've, they've not they've not chucked all that out. They've, they've they've made a real concerted effort for people who love the sportsters, and there's and there's loads of people out there who love the sportsters, um, to to get them into a new one and with it, new electronics and technology. Aye, and it does look like it, it looks the videos and the pictures that I'd seen. There was little little flashes, the little seal the same as when the sports dress has got that little circular dial thing. Yeah. That again is very sportster, very sportsterish. The the wheels have that same sportster, yeah. the fenders have the same. I, the, 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 the dials lot. are kind of semi analogue, aren't they? It's an analogue and ah, it's, 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 but that not, was it's not like the sports dress, no, it's not a no no no. It's definitely it's got a dial on it and it's got the wee analogue bit on it. Which again was like the sportster. The sportster was an analogue dial but it had a little L skin yeah. on the bottom. So that it definitely looks in that like a like a sportster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which was quite the thing. The, the, yeah. the, it's, aye, it's, it is it's it is it's nice in the flesh, but it does yeah. it's it's big. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot bigger than what the videos and all that kind of date don't date justice the size. It's quite aye. chunky. Yeah, and it's it and it's also because it's the new revolution engine. It doesn't sound like an old sportster. Well, yeah. that's yeah. that's the bit I'm waiting on because the one yeah. the one that was there yesterday, they couldn't start it up. Right, because obviously it's only there for them to for people to see it. The fuses fuse have been taken out so that people couldn't start it. Now yeah. it's got that massive exhaust on it, which <clears> I <throat> thought when I saw the pictures and stuff, I thought that looks horrific, right? But see, once mm. you see the bike and they see the fact that the bike's actually a lot chunkier, you know what mm. I mean? It actually it, it actually makes that exhaust not look that bad. It actually makes it look alright. Well, that, that was my biggest fear with the sports arrest, but that big double exhaust yes. on the side. If that would be a, a carbuncle on the side, and 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 whilst yes, it is a carbuncle on the side, it works. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So um, so it actually works for the bike. Um, but what obviously Harley have done with this one is they do with all the bikes is they make them super customizable. So all it's going to take is for you to stick a stage one on it, and it's going to sound the way you want it to sound. But it, it does sound like the revolution from the videos I've watched now and I've heard them firing them up. It does sound like the sports arrest firing up in the Pan America firing up you know it doesn't Aye. sound like uh, an old Harley it sounds but that sound is be- to me is becoming the new Harley sound with this revolution well it'll be interesting yeah it'll be interesting to see because obviously that exhaust's quite big but that's not the actual full bore I mean it's mm-hmm. a lot smaller than that if you look in the back end the exhaust I mean but if someone and someone will whether it be Vance and Hines or Screaming Eagle <coughs> or Two Brothers Aye. or whoever will do a proper exhaust for that and mm-hmm. it will sound I think it'll sound amazing yep absolutely so that's that's one of the things that they you know I expect we'll see lots more variations of 
ASAP, you know what I mean, as soon as it comes out. And it's going to now be coming out June-July time. So, and the bike will start at 12995 and will be available in black, grey and red. And I have to say, I do love the red. I love the I mean, Actually, I, love, I actually like all the colours. The grey is really cool as well, but I really like the red. What colour is Nickel again? Red. Yes, good on it. Red line red. <clears throat> but see the grey one, the grey one that was there, right? Uh-huh. See the actual grey part? Mm-hmm. It was like... It was like dots. It was like little dot, black dots in the grey. It was it was quite unusual looking. It was nice. really nice actually. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so as we say, arriving June July, um, we think in classic fashion, Harley will price this a little bit too expensive. Um, I think it would have been a, a grand to fifteen hundred. A bit li- would have been less. Would have been perfect for it. Aye, I think um, so. I think they'd have robbed the market had they done that. I I think they've they've you know it's 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 good but for that money there's a lot of good bikes out there that you could take your time. A lot of folk are comparing it to the Indian Scout bobber. Aye, the Scout bobber, I think it is, mm-hmm. and also the Honda Rebel eleven hundred. Right, the Scout is by the time you add on the extra bits that the Harley's got that you don't get, it works at run about the same price, but the Scouts hundred brake horsepower, but slightly heavier. So probably power to weight is probably about the same. But the Harley yeah. comes with the ride modes. You don't get that on the Scout. No. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously the Hondas. You know I mean Hondas Honda. Do you know what I mean? But it is mm. a it is a good bit cheaper. But it's a it's a hell of a lot more. I think it's six ninety or something. The seat height on the on the Honda Rebel is quite. What was low. it? Oh, it's just <coughs> mental yeah. low. Um, but who knows? What I mean, we'll see once we ride one. Ah uh, yeah, so if if they'd knocked a, a few quid off it, they could have probably almost cornered the market, probably. Yes. Um, but then we know that the, there's not going to be that many coming in. They're not they're not chucking them out the door, thousands and thousands of them. So you know, it, it's maybe it is maybe priced at a good. If you want one, uh, you'll pay that money for it because you can't. They're going to be they are going to be difficult to get. Aye. You know. Aye. By all accounts, I think they've gone like hotcakes already. Aye. Well, Nicola was you. You made the right decision, I think, to 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 get one ordered as soon as it was announced. Because if you'd gone and seen it now and went to order it, when would you be getting it next year? Maybe you know what I mean. End of September. Aye. So, aye. I mean, even then, and and that's bearing in mind that you know, if you if you you'll have seen all the bits and bobs about Harley shutting down for a couple of weeks, some of the plants and all this kind of stuff. Aye. We'll so, do, we'll, let's do a couple of eight weeks with air quotes. Because depending who who you listen to and who you read, you I mean some people have said. They reckon that couple of weeks could be like a month. It's right. mental. Yeah, so you've got all that in in in, in the background as well. Um, so, however, what we do know by all reports is they're going they're going fast, as we've just said, you know. And there's only about two hundred and fifty destined for the UK. So uh, you will you will need to be quick. I don't think there's any might about it. I think you will <laughs> need to be quick. Um, we'll get a full ride review once we get a chance to see it and ride it. Um, Adam Child has ridden it and he has loved it. I've watched a couple of people riding it. I really and, and I quite liked her two wheels version of it. You know, for a couple of reasons, she's she's engaging to watch. Lovely girl, but also it was quite amusing because the GoPros kept breaking and it just reminded me of you taking your GoPros <laughs> on your Pan America uh, adventure. Thanks so very I much. Thought, well, even 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 people with hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube get cussed with a GoPro curse. Aye. Fair enough. I was talking to a guy today. Um, I'd been into. I'd, when I was in at Victor's, actually, I thought I'm going to have a look and see what other drift bits are there. Yep. Um, and he had a sale on, so he was knocking some of the price off stuff. So I'd got the, see the handlebar kind of mount bracket that normally you would get to stand up with the 
the GoPro. Mm-hmm. He was selling obviously the drift version because the connector is obviously slightly different. Um, and, and I got it for twenty quid. <laughs> right, it was nice. like happy days. I'll just take that. And we were talking to me, and I said, when it, we, he's had a similar problem with the GoPros, um, as well as the fact that he had one on the helmet, and it was like he's, it was just like a it was like a big sheet. Every time you get a gust of wind, it just caught your head. Whereas obviously <laughs> the GoPro, the the ghosts are a wee bit slicker in terms of yeah. you know what I mean so. But we'll see how that goes. I've already done a first test run, and I had to move the mic because it was too close to my mouth. So when you went up at high speed, you had the tendency to start shouting, and distorted, which wasn't very good. So Aye. there you go. Got some nice footage, Aye, we'll, though. We'll, we'll, <laughs> nice. Aye, the footage is quite good. You know. Yeah, you know I mean. Cool. Anyway, anyway, that was a Harley, and we digress slightly to GoPros, but yeah, go for it. What's next, mate? What's next? Uh, you do watch your videos, some of the guys on YouTube, it's, you get a, I, a sense I, of I agree with that. Like. Again, the, I did see the Herb with two, uh, the, what's the one you watched? The Herb two wheels. Herb two wheels. That was a good one. And then the, who was the other boy? Uh, Blockhead. His was quite good. Um, Matt Laidlaw's was quite funny. You know I mean, obviously he's quite partial, but I think he kind of tells you what it is. The only thing is it's funny to see a six foot six guy on this, I say, tiny bike. He doesn't look overly out of place on it, ironically. No, no but you know, he's, he's slightly out of proportion. Aye. But Adam Child's one, obviously we call that out, and that's a good one because he does it for Bennett's. But obviously he used to be a journalist for MCN, and he's quite, you know I mean, he's no shy in telling you if something's shit. Do you know what I mean? And yep. the fact that he only came back with like a couple of wee daft things, it was like, oh, this could be a serious toy. But, hmm, we'll get one out, Ian, don't worry about that. Absolutely. Happy days. Yeah, <clears throat> what, what have we got next? The Nod. And that, the Nod. And that's no when you fall asleep with ice cream on your lap. Um, This, that was a wee topical joke, that was a wee topical uh, joke there. A wee, uh, a wee Johnny Depp joke. Yeah, at least we went for the, the topical ice cream topical rather than something else's topical. Yes, yes, yes. let's not go there. Nope. Um, so yeah, so obviously now we don't want to lose listeners, um, but there is a new podcast out there in the big wide world. Um, it, is discuss, it discusses mental health and the positive power of motorbiking. Um, the Nod went live um, on the 11th of May. Now, it's presented by Ben Bowers, who is a mental health advocate. Uh, Anthony Partridge, who is a bike builder. You've probably seen him before. He's best known for his, his work on the Discovery Channel's Goblin Works Garage. Uh, and the last presenter is Charlie Boomin, um, who obviously everybody knows. And if you don't know Charlie Boomin, then seriously, get yeah. on Google. Now, it's done in conjunction with MCN, the Motorcycle News, um, which we get every week and is a great source of stuff coming in. But this show, again, purely explores the topics such as, you mean, freedom or the, the motorcycle brings and how it can help with dealing with grief and just general challenges that life throws at us. Um, Ben Bowers said, obviously, and I'm quoting him here, it was a, re- it was really a desire to create opportunities to empower people with their own mental health through normalising conversations around the subject. He goes on to add that we wanted to do it in a way that was fun and creates an opportunity for people to learn without feeling that they're being preached to. 
Now, I think they've got five or six episodes up now. Um, they ha- obviously have guest speakers and stuff on it. I think Damon Hill was one of them. Um, there's a few others on there. But these are people, and they, they are all people that have had some sort of tribulation to get through. Um, and they obviously talk about how motorbiking and all that kind of stuff obviously helps them or has helped them in the past kind of come over that kind of stuff. So, um, again, it's very much focused on the mental health and the well-being side, um, which we know is a growing concern in the UK and globally um, for motorcycling. Um, <coughs> yep. It does, it, it expands that, that that sense of community, that support network, um, and just certain ways on how you can deal with certain difficult situations. So, Please give it a give it a listen. Um, I think I've listened to the first four. I don't think I've listened to the latest one, which only came out the other day. Um, you, you you'll find them on Spotify. Um, I don't think they're on Apple on that yet, but you'll definitely find them on Spotify. So look them up. And it's called the set. It's called the Nod with MCN. Um, and it's they're, they're only about thirty five minutes long. Um, but they are literally just straight in, straight in the conversation, and it's a good laugh, and they're chatting away and slagging each other off and all <coughs> that kind of good nice. stuff. So it's it's quite good. Um, and who knows? Maybe at some point we'll we'll reach out to them and see if we can get a wee collab going, or at least get them on to kind of give us a bit more insight and, and some of that stuff. But um, yeah, check it out, guys. It's it's, it's really a, a nice wee half hours listen. The nod. Excellent. Next up, we have mods a go. Mods a go. Like, it feels like that needs a theme tune. It doesn't. It? Doesn't it? Mods a go. Mods a go. Mods a go. Go. Mods a go. Anyway, last year you may remember <laughs> government document. You may remember the government document called "The Future of Transport Regulatory Review: Modernising Vehicle Standards." Was created, and this document suggested that all types of modifications to motorcycles should be outlawed. Damn them to hell! Go away! How dare you modify anything? Anyway, uh, if you do, then you will remember the petition and the uprising of bikers across the land who were appalled, angry, and willing to fight it. The uprising. uprising. We are bikers. How dare you? Um, in fact, over 100,000 people signed a petition and this action triggered a parliamentary debate. Well, that debate took place at the start of May um, in between the parties, with many pro-motorcycling MPs fighting in the corner. Then the resulting debate outcome is that the government has said that any new measures will not be retrospective and should also protect the aftermarket sector, motorsports and heritage the government will look at our future plans in summer, but is considering its approach to any potential laws and reiterated protecting the aftermarket sector and that any changes would not be retrospective. So congratulations, bikers out there, folks, anyone that went on and signed that petition, we did it. We've got to love the biking community for just... <laughs> going for it. What was that you were pressing there? Well, I can't hear what that was, so it must be a collapse and things, was it? Collapse, was it it was the clap. Yeah, cool. You gave yourself the clap. That's good. That's that's um, <laughs> that's definitely worth investigating from a scientific perspective. So, well played. There we go. Um, what have we got next? What have we got next? You've got oh. some sort of oh, I, yeah, some sort of thing. Some sort, I've got I've got some sort of thing. Yes, I know. I've uh, seen absolutely. I've seen the doctor about it, and he's given me clean. Uh, the D30 AMP helmet liner, which doesn't really sound that exciting, and it does not tell you what it is. With helmet standards always improving, for example, the new 
what is it, ECE 2206 or something. Yeah. Armour specialist D30 are working on a project <coughs> to improve helmet safety even further. AMP, so that's Alpha Mike. Papa. Papa. Nicole. Man, Papa. I had a brain fart there. Nicole. Sorry. I thought you wanted me to do my Papa. 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 Nicole. AM, <laughs> AMP is a new liner. Um, it's a thin layer of soft, flexible protection that is designed to help absorb low-level impacts. Now, D30 is a non-Newtonian material, right, which basically means that the slower it's moved, the freer the molecules are. Right? Uh, it's basically really fancy cornflour water. Yes. Yes. So it's soft and flexible, obviously, but when there is an impact, the molecules lock and stiffen, and that allows energy to obviously be kind of dispersed more effectively. Uh, and what, I, they, I, what is it the molecules, molecules do there? Huh? What was it you said they did again? They lock and stiffen. That's what she said. Right, carry Way. on. Here we go. Uh, and I'm, I'm funny, you, you didn't pick up on how I spelt molecules wrong in the first time. No, 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 it's fine. I was... I was molecules. Mole call, Um So, what does it do? Well, it protect. The, the purpose of it is to protect your head from those low level impacts, such as like falling off a stationary bike or hitting a branch or a large bumblebee or an owl, depending <coughs> where you live. <coughs> cough, cough. Um, head of motorsport at DT, Richard Harfoot, gives a great analogy. He says it's an airbag versus a seatbelt scenario. So, at the minute, your helmet. It's just like an airbag. It only goes off when you have a massive whack. The AMP system is the seatbelt for those everyday knocks, bumps and wiggles, keeping you a little less concussed in small impacts. That was his words, not mine. Okay? Yep. Now, D30 are currently working with helmet firms to test, for in- to do internal testing to see if they want to put the AMP system in the future lids. Um, it will add a little bit of weight, approximately 0.3 grams, so it's barely noticeable. Um, but again, for the added protection that it's going to bring, you know I mean for those again low level impacts, it could be um, it could probably become something that you would start to see in maybe not all helmets, but a lot of the bigger, yes. larger, <coughs> more expensive <coughs> manufacturers. So, yes. Again, it was just uh, technology seems to be moving at hell of a pace lately. Uh, it's cool, isn't it? It's really cool. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's, there's just low. Every week there seems to be four or five little snippets about people working on new technology, whether it be new stuff for electric bikes or new new <clears throat> safety stuff for helmets or or a new range of toys at Ann Summers. Oh no, wait a minute. That was, that was a different article I was reading. Sorry. What I what what what, what publication was that you were reading? In uh, mm. radio controlled monthly or something. Like that. <laughs> so I'll <laughs> see monthly. <laughs> no, that's another. That's a that's very a different n- publication. I need to Google that yes. and see if somebody's come up with that. Yep, I'll see you. G- you've definitely put the anal an analyst, haven't you? That's what <laughs> I mean. Hey, hey. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, that was the news. The news. The news sponsored by Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee. <laughs> We should have probably got a jubilee button. 
Uh-huh. I don't know what would have been on that Jubilee button, but we should have. We should. <laughs> no. Cheers, crowds cheering, and uh, um, and other and countries across the world being oppressed for hundreds of years before declaring independence. That kind of noise in the button, that kind of thing. Aye. Yeah, as, dot, the, dot as, MPC. The, as the empire fell. Dot yeah. MPC. <laughs> Aye, exactly. <clears throat> moving on. The moving on. Moving on. Question. Yes. Ian, the big question. The big question this week is big box, little box, cardboard box, big box, little box, cardboard box, big box, little box, cardboard box, big box, little box, cardboard box. Hey! So that is our big and question. And people are going, I have no idea um, what this question is. No, so, um, uh, unbelievably, we've heard the same thing twice in the last couple of weeks, right? So phrases such as, I'm not upgrading my bike because I don't have bike storage. I need to sort that first, which is a, a very sensible approach. Yes. And some people have maybe say things like, I have too many bikes and not enough storage and it's all John's fault. That kind of thing that we've heard, Aye. you know, d- discussed or, and or talked James about. Or James or Robert or yeah, Jane. Yeah, 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 anyone that, yeah. But just, we just picked a random name. It's not yep. relevant at all in any nope. situation. Um, so we thought we would look and see what options are out there for single bike owners and multi-bike owners in terms of bike storage. Now, before we dive in, we are assuming nothing, not how much space people have or how much money they have. We are purely looking at options. Yeah, here we go. Options. So, um, um, so, uh, so we are looking at options. Options. Darren's option one. The big option. The garage. The biggest option. Yes, the ga- the garage. The garage. The garage. So the good old brick or concrete panel garage. Um, again, they can range in size and price, depending on what you want. So let's say eight foot by six foot concrete panel garage. So that's the one you it comes in like concrete strips and you kind of interlock and then bolt together. Yeah. Could cost you anywhere between three and ten grand, again, depending where you are, who you buy it from, and what options you get on the inside. Now, while a garage is probably one of the most safest options from an insurance standpoint, remember most insurance companies have a garage clause, so you've got to remember this. If you are putting a garage in and you decide to park the bike outside your house and not put it in the garage, they will have a clause in there to say if your bike's stolen within like 500 feet of your house, then they won't pay it on it, okay? Um, yeah. So, that, again, you need you want to yeah, watch with the Yeah, with, read, with read, the read for the clause. Now, sometimes the clause will be if it's not in your garage between the hours of... X and Y. Yeah, X and Y, like 11 o'clock at night and 7 o'clock in the morning, for instance, just, I'm just, you know, you know, but actually, if you have a garage... That you know, why wouldn't you put your bike in it? You know what I mean. So it's probably only, you know, but but also if you don't tell your insurance company that you're going to put it in the garage every night, then you pay a bit more for your premium, but you don't have, you yes. know, if you get stolen from outside your house, it will not make a difference. Then you're fine. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, other things to consider with the garage um, is it will probably add value to your property. So if you're yep. building a garage on the side of your house or just having a garage at the side of your house or in the back garden or whatever you have it, um, it probably will <coughs> add I mean, some sort of resi- residual value to, to your overall property. However, there may be a requirement to check whether you need planning permission to erect one. I was waiting on it, Ian. But no, say nothing. Yep, say nothing. Um, and lastly, um, I, I don't, I don't go for those kind of cheap. Do you know? D- digs and gags are absolutely not. Okay. Uh, lastly, it will it will last a long time. 
Do you know yes. what I mean? So they, it's not something that will kind of depreciate or fall to bits and you know I mean need replaced in a couple of years' time. Chances are it's if it's up, it's up for a good 10, 15, 20 years. Again, depending whether you go for uh, a good old-fashioned brick or breeze block or whether you go for the concrete panel type. So garage is the probably the biggest option. Uh, but there is other options, Ian. There is, yes. Uh, what if you can't afford a garage? Yeah. Um, well, you can look at a shed. Hey. Yeah. Again, a shed is, is a shed is like a wee mini garage. Yeah. Usually made of wood or metal. You can buy little kind of that, those metal sheds that, to be fair, tend to blow away in a in a sneeze. But you know the, the metal sheds that, are, that you can get. Um. So, but let's let's take a look at both. But let's let's start with wood. Carry on. Yep. Oh, come on, come on. No. no. Okay. Uh, a six foot by four foot shed, um, which is probably one bike would fit in it. I don't. I I would say that you're probably starting to get one bike in a six foot by four foot shed. Um, it's probably about three hundred fifty quid. Yeah. So, if you want a large shed for a couple of bikes, you can, but the price will increase. A wooden shed won't hold the security that a garage does. So you may want to strengthen certain aspects such as the door and the locks. Um, now, while out of sight out of reach and a shed may get you a slight reduction on your insurance it may still depend on your area your bike where the shed is and your insurance company it is a more economical option to secure your bike from thieves and the elements so um so yes um i know that i when i when my shed i've got a shed rather than a garage right um, um it's a six foot by eight foot shed and my sports start just gets in it so i think probably an eight foot shed's probably about the the smallest you want to go and go in, top tip in in length of, of a bike and that so the sports are s and that is like the, the wheel touching one end of the shed and the number plate is touching so, the door so how long is yours so so my um my um um, oh, do you know how many times how many things I want to say here <laughs> and I'm like I just can't I can't no, I mean we, we don't got, do it we got, don't do we it got, we got to the end of the um of the of the garage thing and I wanted to talk about how having a particular hmm, uh, and having a really solid one um would would they would definitely last longer and that's what every man wants right you know I would have, I would have gone there with all that if I thought for a second but now and now you're trying to bring me in here and. Anyway, I'm trying to beat you. You're trying to beat me, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, no, definitely eight foot is is the, probably minimum I would go for a motorcycle. Um, the Triumph is in no problem. John's Bobber's okay in it. There's a wee bit of space there, but the Sportster S, funnily enough, but it's got that big, massive, chunky thing at the, at the rear wheel, you know, where the number Aye. plane everything sits, which adds a bit on. So, um, so when you're looking at this, when you're looking at the the size of your bike. And you're maybe looking at the, the kind of the length of the bike. I don't think the I don't think Harley take into consideration that bit at the end and the way the the way the Aye, number plate sits and all that. You know what I mean? Fun enough. So, Actually, again, we'll quickly jumping back. Do you know what they've done with this? You know what they've done with the new night stuff? The number plate literally sits doof, straight on top of the the back of it. So your fairing, your your rear fender mm-hmm. comes over, and the way it ends, they literally just went like that with the number plate. Pap and stuck it straight on it. Nee, tail tidy thing or nothing, just straight on there. Aye, that's, that, that's what you should be doing with every bike. Tidying it, finding yeah. somewhere secret to hide it. I think one of the things that, you know that that will have changed on my on my sports when I get it back because um, because I've got the back the rear seat put on it. You know yes. the the sissy bar I put on it, and you got a wee fender added on with the sissy bar. Yep. 
is is it will reduce that. But the sports I didn't have a fender, no. and I, I know the first time I took it out, the back of my jacket was absolutely mock it because it was kind of wet. So I just you know, so I've kind of the, having that you know. So that's probably why they can put it on it. But anyway, uh, we've digressed slightly, but. Um, it's a definitely a more economical option to secure your bike from thieves and the elements um, as well as it will give you a bit of a reduction uh, and b- b- before I got my new shed my old shed collapsed around me it would get rotted and everything um, and I had to phone up the insurance company and say my bike's no longer in a shed uh, and it cost you know cost a few hundred quid extra to really? uh, on that? my insurance yeah wow. now, obviously that's because it's like mid it's like a mid um, a mid um, insurance kind of change thing so they always charge you an absolute fortune Aye, for that's that. true you know <clears throat> when I shopped around again for my next year's insurance it came down again but that Aye. was fine but, uh, but uh, I have never I've ne- I have never now said that the, the triumph's going to be in the shed all night anymore because obviously I've got other because bikes in the shed now Aye. do you know what I mean so um, and uh, and it's, it hasn't really affected it so it, it may seem uh, it doesn't make that much of a difference whether you've got a shed or not you know, but it does if you put a garage in because when I when I was going through the quote the first time they asked me and I said it's in a garage and, and I said well it's a wooden garage and they went a shed so don't even try and say it. you just tell them it's a wooden shed and no and then that way you keep yourself it's right. It's you a know? garage. What kind of garage is it? Wooden. It's a shed. Wooden. Oh, so it's a shed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, downsides of a shed, you will want some added security on it. So my shed's got two padlocks on it as well. You know. Um, to, to link, and I've I've bolted a. You can't put a because it's a wooden floor. You can't put a ground anchor in very successfully. Aye. But there is there are options, and I bought one from a company that does it, which which attaches to the, to the, to the upward spar of the shed, right. and they, and it uses bolts that you can that you drill through, and then they shear off. Once oh, you once you once you've put them in, so you, you so once it's up, it's up. The downside right. that is I can't even remove it, right? But but then no one else can remove it, and it's got a big a big bow on it for you to put your chain in the front line. So there are options to help your security there. Um, it does need more maintenance in terms of wear and tear. You've got to regularly paint it and creosote it and all that kind of stuff, um, and it doesn't add any value to your property. And you still have to be careful where you put it because neighbours and things will moan at you if you don't put it right or will phone the council and the council will, will get in touch with you and will say uh, you don't have planning permission for that shed. So here's a wee top tip for you. If that happens, you know, uh, I can tell you now, <laughs> you just turn into a council and you say, I don't need planning permission because when I move the house, I'm taking the shed with me. It is a temporary structure. Just tell just tell the council that if anybody ever gets hassled putting a shed up and gets that, just say, nope, it's not a permanent structure. It's a temporary structure and it will be going with me if I move and sell the house. And then that way they go, all right, no problem at all. Thanks very much. Cheers. That's what you have to do. In- interrupting the big question, right? Mm-hmm. But this is not the first topic, right, in, in the motorcycle world, right, that we start discussing and then suddenly realise it's fraught with innuendo. It's absolutely riddled with innuendo. Yes. And this is not like stuff that, it's not like I went and purposely like, jotted down little bullet points here that are just full of innuendo. That's ju- that was genuine like stuff, you know what I mean? And it's just absolutely, and this is not the first time it's happened. I mean, no. the locks and the security episode was the same. It was just absolutely <coughs> fraught. Do you know what I mean? Again, it doesn't help when people start calling their locks the beast and things like that. It just... No, no, you know, no, too. Aye, there you go. Let's talk about metal sheds yes. for a minute, right? Because obviously, <coughs> I mean, it's, it's just a shed. It's made out of a slightly different material. But then you could argue a garage, just a shed that's just made out of concrete, couldn't you? 
You could argue that, but you wouldn't want to because it would bring it would cost you more insurance. So don't ever argue that's that. That's true. Just yes. go with that. Yes, that's true. So again, let's take that. I know we're saying like, ideally six by eight, but I'm saying six by four, right? Because um, yeah. I'm assuming you've cut half the bike off. But six by four or metal sheds probably going to cost you about 250 quid. Now again, the bigger the size you go oh, for. And, yeah, don't do what I do. That did with a metal shed. What's that? Where I, where I ordered the metal shed, um, got a great deal on it. It was an eight foot by six foot metal shed. I mean, that's fantastic. Yep. But they put the front doors on the eight foot side rather than the six foot side. So, <laughs> can you can get a bike anyway? There we go. That's and probably one to know if yeah. you're buying any kind of shed, mm. garage, whatever. Right? <clears throat> I make sure, where the, make sure where the doors are. You know what uh, I mean? If you're getting yeah, something just, custom built, then it's fair enough. But if you're buying something that's like an IKEA flat pack post, effort, right. just you mm, mean yeah. do a bit of checking, a bit of logistics. However, the local primary school got it as a, a donation and they put it up in their grounds and they're over the moon with it. So. Oh, that's nice. See? Yes. This is a bit for charity. That, exactly. Charity, uh, mate. Charity, mate. Now again, obviously, I mean, we're saying two hundred and fifty quid, but the bigger you go for, and the tougher the the the, the tougher the metal, the more expensive they become. Again, similar to its natural cousin, the wooden shed, the metal shed has the very similar pros and cons. Again, it's a nice cheap option, needs less maintenance. You still need to probably add some security. Um, it's as we've said, it's more susceptible to the storms, wind especially. I don't know why wooden sheds hold up better than I think, metal I think ones. Ba ba based on the metal shed we had before we realised it was the wrong shape and size, right? Um, the super, the, the, well, the, shape, the shape and size was fine, just where the door was. Uh, where well, the door was, but um, they're super light. They are super light, Aye. and and and, uh, and I think and, and the, the metal's very thin. So when the wind catches them, yeah, you've got to, you've really got to bolt them into concrete. Aye. <clears throat> you know the metal sheds. You can't just you know a wooden sheds get natural weight to it. Yeah, the metal the metal shed just doesn't have, and that's I think it's just all about weight. You know more than anything else. Uh, and I've actually seen a couple of those sheds in a really bad thing in bad weather. You know, toppled top over and ripped fly, apart. Flying by the house. Flying by the house. <laughs> Full of bad trampoline. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little Himalayan too. That's what happened to the wicked witch. She had a metal shed instead of a wooden shed. Exactly. Um, you can buy plastic <clears throat> variants, okay, and those again have the same pros and cons as the wooden ones and the metal ones, right? Again, a six by four, roughly three hundred and fifty quid. Um. And again, it has it does have a lot of the same drawbacks that the, the metal one has. It's like wafer light and can be blown about and flying all over the place. And aye, it's just not worth it. Um, all of these buildings, we keep saying that they can benefit from that added security. And obviously, Ian says for the wooden one, you can get the the anchor that the bolts shear off and stuff like that. But what you can also get is obviously <coughs> uh, the guardsman. And we have talked about the guardsman before. Um, you can get the smaller one specifically for sheds and you can also get the bigger one even for a garage. So even if you do have a garage, you can still get a, a, a longer, you know I mean, um, guardsman, which again is just like a safety barrier <coughs> that locks <coughs> so that people can get your bikes and all that. They are solid and they are brilliant. Um, TMF or the Mizzenden Flyer, uh, Andy, hello if you listen, um, which I probably won't be, um, but he has one in his own garage and he does a video 
um, he did a thing with them, um, so you can go and check that out. Just go into his YouTube channel and check up the guardsman, and you can see how it's, it all works and stuff like that. It's very very clever. Um, but again, if you want one of those guardsmen, head over to their uh, website. So if you Google search image four, as in number four, security dot com, um, you'll see the the shed version's about four hundred pound. Um, and you can obviously throw in some extras. You mean they have different anchors and stuff like that for them. Mm. You can get the chain and all that kind of stuff, which puts a little bit on. And then obviously they've got installation. Um, but I suppose if you get them to install it, you know it's done right, and it saves you all the grief of having to put one in. So yeah, but that would definitely bolster up your security. Um, I don't know if you would get insurance discount. I would imagine you would get some sort of <coughs> again depending on if it's a recognised security product it's probably on the list somewhere when they your security options aye and again it, it probably depends on the insurance company yeah because they're yeah. not all the same and they all pick up different bits and different mm. you know I mean so aye so there you go what else can you get in well, this is we're starting to get any of the kind of space age, super funky, space absolutely really cool man. type things, right? So this is we're going to talk about plastic again, but um, uh, we're doing a disservice to call it a plastic box. It's the Bike Box Twenty Four. Ooh, the Bike Box Twenty Four. Uh, it's a top end plastic box. Yeah, this is, this is the Tupperware of bike storage. <laughs> this, you know, this this isn't this isn't Air storage from, from B and M. This is the Tupperware storage, right? And this is the Bike Box 24. Now, this is like, um, it's a it's one electric motor away from a Tony Stark storage option. Yeah. Uh, this is the, I'm going to say it's not the Iron Man, it's the Plastic Man, right? So it's made of ABS and manu. It's made of ABS, right? And that's not some sort of a braking system thing, right? It's ABS a is plastic. a super, what? It's a fancy plastic. It's a fancy plastic. A fancy, fancy plastic. plastic. It's plastic. Are we steroids, man? Pure like steroid plastic, man. <laughs> we should right. have Googled so, what actual ABS means. Uh, yeah. It's manufactured in Germany, but it will set you back about three and a half grand for a single bike box, right? Um, what? It has a gal yeah, three and a half grand, right? Oofed. Yeah, you can get 10 sheds for that. Um, it has a galvanized steel frame. It's impact and of resistant or UV, if you want the technical term, is of resistant, UV resistant. It measures about 2.7 metres long by 1.15 metres wide. So you open it up, you lift it, lift it up like, you know if you're going on a car ferry and the front of the, the front of the car ferry opens up, that's what it looks like. That is, right? that is what it looks like. Right? So I'm, um, I'm still so laughing at the fact that you said, oh, you could buy 10 sheds for that. That <laughs> then becomes a, I mean, how to get rid of the security issue, buy 10 sheds, put your bike in one, and then, I mean, just Move confused, around, confused. And in case they're watching you. Uh, oh, it was a shed eight tonight, I'm going to shed four. While, while playing quirky 60s music. Right. Um, and that may be overcomplicating to put your bike away at night. I've just, I've, just, I've just looked up what ABS means and there's no yep. way I'm pronouncing that. Good man, excellent, good, that's perfect. <laughs> so, um, you can, you, you basically lift it up, right, raise your bike in, Obviously, you go off your bike and then you close it like a big giant turtle shell, or the or the or the front end of the Adrosan ferry getting closed down before it quakes off to Aaron, right? So that is that is um, the Bike Box Twenty Four. You can purchase a track system where you attach the bike and then use the runners to slide the bike into the unit. So you can open it up. You can just slide it in if you want. Um, uh, according to the site, is recognised as a fully fledged garage, so it comes under the same security levels as a garage. So, um, 
downside is, is you know, it's just a little bit too expensive for a little many people. A little bit too expensive. To be honest, considering you can, you, if you buy a concrete garage, you can get that for about three grand if you go to the right place. Why would you want a bike box? Apart from the fact that they do actually look superb. They, 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 they look, look cool. And I suppose if you didn't have enough space for a garage, but right. really wanted something that was like super, super cool, yeah. super uh, expensive, but you mean like but, just but, but, And this is a downside. We've not written this downside down. This is just one that's kind of occurred to me, right? Yes. It's a big plastic box that says on the side, Bike Box 24, you're Aye. telling the world, you know, that walks past your house, there's a bike in here. Aye, whereas if that wasn't mm-hmm. on there, if you could take that off and put it on there, coal bunker. Yeah. Or, or well, I wouldn't even put coal bunker on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, put a big radioactive ahead. sticker on it. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do not touch through a feed of electrocution. Folk when to go near it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Decomposing old pets, some like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be fine, yeah. That'd be, that'd be worth it. Monkey pox isolation booth. That's it. That's what you want, yeah. Covid waste. <laughs> Covid waste. Aye. PPE, PPE store. Like the, the government are getting my fortune for this, right? So that kind of thing, you know, put that on it, you'll be fine. Yeah. It does so look cool the, though. That is the big box, but it does look very cool. It'd be the kind of, it'd be quite a cool thing to have around the back of your house if you didn't have enough space for a shed. You know, then you're not advertising it, but you still get that. And it definitely looks like it would, the elements aren't getting anywhere near that. You know what I mean? It's no, more tight it, and all that it stuff. actually looks proper. Do you know what I mean? Again, I know it's still plastic with <clears> this ABS, <throat> but it looks like solid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It does look the the bee's knees, but three and a half grand. Yeah. Holy manoni. I know. You know. Aye, that's crazy. You'd buy another bike that you've got nowhere to store for that. So. I'm like, I'm much preferring the 10 Jeds option and confuse the hell. Matter of fact, the thief's not going to break in. Thief's not going to stay a bike because he's going to get bored before that. Exactly. You know I mean? exactly. This is the sixth shed and there's nothing in it. I'm, uh, I've had enough. I'll just steal this Ford Mondeo in the corner. Exactly. Now, if you like the bike box, but again, don't have three and a half grand, and who does, then you can look at something a little bit more simpler, but by no means the same. Uh, it's called the Storm Protector. The only way to describe the Storm Protector is like <clears> saying it's like a reinforced tent for your motorbike. Yeah. Um, it costs about 140 quid. It's about two and a half, just over two and a half metres long. Uh, and it's just over a metre wide. Now, it's a reinforced frame made of quenched steel. So again, it should be rust proof. And it's got a 100% waterproof cover that attaches to that frame. The cover's made from 330D polyester with PVC coating, which means it's heavy and it's tough. Um, it's tougher than a conventional tent. Do you know what I mean? I said tent, I was being quite flippant. Um, it does protect against the water, debris, dust, UV light, um, and it's got a side, it's got adjustable vents on the side so that you can get ventilation through it so that obviously condensation and stuff like that is no building up if it, if it suddenly gets warm uh. or humid. Um, with an integrated lock me- mechanism, which again, you still need to purchase the padlock, it offers some sort of security. Um, it concertinas back on itself um, to allow the bike just to be rolled in and then you just pull for, it straight the, the top of yeah, the bike. Just for the benefit of those who are listening to the podcast rather than watching it, which is 
everybody. Darren was doing a concertina movement with his hands there. Yeah, he was he was waving his hands about like a fish you, floundering you on a dry <laughs> riverbed, right? You mean that Telling didn't you, come across yeah, on the microphone? Yeah, I'm just letting you know now. But anyone who is watching the podcast, nobody. then which is nobody, you and me, then it's just you and I, yeah, then you, you understand. But um, but for everyone else, um, a, f- a flat fish floundering in a dry oh, riverbed yeah. is the way you get it. Oh, the technical term, concertining. Concertining, yes. Yes, exactly. concertining. Um, again, this is probably one of those ones, I know we talked about it earlier, but if, if you had an enclosed back garden and you actually just wanted something that you could put the bike in and protect <coughs> for the elements and all that, this is... It definitely looks less hassle to do than put a bike cover over it. Aye, aye, because it's already sat there, just, you know I mean, pull it straight over, put yeah. the bike in, pull it over the top, Bob's your auntie. Um... Again, you probably might layer up, so you maybe might put in like a ground anchor or a big heavy mm. chain or something like that, and then the, the storm protector just kind of comes over the top to, <coughs> to protect yep. it for the for the the elements and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's again you, you could you could put it at the front of your house, but you mean know, probably people could break into that. I think fairly a decent yeah. default break into that. I, th- I think I think there's. It, it, it's as you've said in, in the notes. It needs you need to kind of layer up your security with this one. So 140 pounds sounds great, but you're starting to buy a padlock. You're probably going to have to ground anchor it. I would say so. And you're probably going to have to ground anchor the actual frame itself. I've, I've I was looking into these a, a couple of years ago, and I think they they, they suggest that you you put these into the ground as well. Well, fun enough. In some shape away. So when we go yeah. off the podcast, I'll I'll tell you. But I've got. A, I've got a proposal for you, right? Which we'll tell you about once we finish. Remind me about that. Ooh. I know. Yes, you okay. might like it. Well, you well, might love a secret proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It could it could involve a, a review from you. Lovely. So there you go. <clears throat> Moving on. Cool. Ah, yeah. So bike covers is the next thing we mentioned that just a minute ago. So I said it's these are the 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 concertina thing is definitely better than a bike cover. But um, I've got a couple of bikes outside, and I've got bike covers. I've got the a couple of bike covers for them. Bike covers are essentially they range from from twenty five pounds for a medium sized lightweight one, all the way through to a hundred pounds odd for a XL fully waterproof one. Again, uh, it it offers a hideaway and protection from the elements. But if you want to have the bike secure, you should really look at layering up with ground anchors and the likes. So bike covers are ideal for smaller enclosed gardens or if you live in the middle of nowhere. Um, and not to sound too patronising, but if a decent security chain and lock and a cheap cover is all you can afford, then it's still protected from the opportunist and from the elements. So your job's done. There's there's loads of studies out there. There's loads of things you can watch and loads of data that show that just covering your bike up deters people from wanting to steal it. Just putting a cover on it. You know, the people will assume there's chains under it. People will assume, but absolutely, I've got a big Bosch chain. I've got a Bosch Beast, funnily enough, um, around the bikes with wheels and everything. Um, and it's, they're anchored into the ground. And then I've got an, an Oxford Stormex cover, which is actually a great cover. Um, and I've got a couple of them for the bikes that don't fit in the shed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, obviously, any of these options, right? Um, regardless of cost, regardless of. Um, size or anything are perfect for hiding your bike and protecting it from the worst the world can throw at it which is your baby and your pride and joy um, what I would suggest is if you're, if you're going away somewhere take a lightweight cover for your bike and just cover it and, you know even if you're so if you're, if you're going away uh, I've got a, a really lightweight one that, that I used 
inside my shed when when the roof had started to collapse just to keep the rain and stuff off of while the bike was still in the shed. Um, and that's dead handy. Rope, you know, falls down to a really light. You can just chuck it into a backpack. Dead easy. Um, you know. So, uh, but any, anything we've talked about will cover um, your pride and joy absolutely. Um, and I would recommend the Oxford Stormex. They're great. The thing I would say about a bike cover is, and I know this because I've used the bike cover for a long time, is they do deteriorate. You got a couple of years out of bike cover tops. So um, the Stormex, I think, was about £70 to get the bike cover, the one I got. Um, and it'll last me a couple of years, especially in Scottish weather. You start to see the seals and the seams go. Oh, you know that's I mean? a good point. But if I, if all you've got is, a, is if all you've got that I really I mean I mean my bikes are, are fine over the winter with that cover on to keep them dry and out off the elements and everything absolutely. But um, but they they do deteriorate. They're, they're, you know they're not a long term solution. Obviously, the best thing that we've talked about a concrete garage, which is the most expensive, but has the most benefits. But as we know, it's not always an option. I, I don't have an option to put a concrete garage up where I live. I've got a shed, but um, and the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm getting the shares I've got round that by saying it's a non-permanent, you know, um, temporary structure. Tempor- a temporary structure. So um, because I did get chinned by one of the neighbours, but 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 it was it was and it was actually the guy at the council that said to me, um, "Is it temporary?" And I went, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, would you take it with you if you left? If you went moved house?" And I went, "Absolutely," because he was basically saying to me, "Please tell me that tell me it's temporary." And <laughs> he's telling and you nothing. He's telling you no. He's eyes wide open. I don't, I, I don't want a paperwork. I don't want a hassle of this. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want you to fight me and say I'm not paying your £150 fee for me to tell you you can't put it up anyway. Right. If you tell me it's temporary, everything goes away. So there you go. It's temporary. <clears throat> it's not It's not like the people would be helpful in the council, but that was very good. Very no, that was quite good. Um, so um, one option we've not covered, however, but we'll mention briefly so that the partners don't kill us, is bringing your bike inside the house. So, Great if you live in a flat, if you live in a flat or apartment, um, or you just want to live the sixties slash seventies American detect single life detectives lifestyle, where they've got a big massive house in the desert and they just drive their car or their bike into it, I'm thinking of Vegas. Remember Vegas back in the seventies? Yep. Um, well, Robert I don't remember Rich, it back yeah. in the seventies, but yeah. I, yeah. I know what you imply. You know, so <laughs> you'll have seen you'll have seen the real ones, right? Um, you know, one of the coolest things was he just drove his car into the living room. Get his car and then sat and watch telly because his he's, he's, his thing was his house is big enough for that. So if you've got one of those kind of cool neck kind of pads, man, cool kind of pads, pads, man. Aye, you if you're having a penthouse, you've house, got. Aye, if you <laughs> if you if you're in a third floor flat or a West End tenement, that's not happening, right? No, you know I mean, <clears throat> so um, so you can't do that. But um, uh, we do not accept any liability for black eyes, broken ribs, or expensive lawyers' fees should you suddenly suggest this as an alternative <laughs> to your other half. Um, there, there we go. That is our, that is our um, um, caveat on, on everything we've talked about. If Objection, you lack of foundation. Aye, no. Uh, um, a friend, my friend, a friend of the show, Big Dale, um, who's commented a few times. All right, Dale. I uh, hope he's still listening. Um, uh, I must reach out to him. Um, he regularly takes bits of his bike into the house, and then I regularly got the stories of how his missus was not the most happy that that's what he was doing. So you know, aye. Okay, so. depends how bit and oily the bit is. Exactly. But you know, if you've got an oily bit, do you really want to be about the house? That's what I say. 
Thank you. Yeah, um, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't <laughs> go through. I would say it's some sort of lid comment. You know what I mean? I can't. I, I can't the, the think of fact that we were talking about a concrete erection, and I didn't go anywhere. With no, it. you did well. You did well. Full restraint. You did. I'm proud of you. Full restraint. Full restraint. Anyway, full restraint. I, I, I can't. I can't think of. Uh, you mean again? Anyone listening? Feel free to comment you out, or if we've missed something. But I couldn't <clears> think. I can't <throat> think on any other way to to protect a bike. Do you mean to? You mean to protect it for the elements to hide it away? To you mean unless you rent a unless you rent a lock up? Do you know what I mean? Ah, and, yeah, storage. Again, taking a you know hiding a lock up a storage facility or something. Oh, well, actually, there's one a storage container. Yeah, because you know you can buy these storage like shipping containers. Yes. you can buy them almost retrofitted. I mean, so they come all painted and whatever, and they've cut extra holes for. Um, for the condensation and stuff to go because like mm. normal shipping containers, if they don't have that form of ventilation, they 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 con- they create condensation inside. And there's mm-hmm. companies out there that do them, and they literally just deliver it and plonk it straight down. But it's obviously got all the vents and stuff cut in it. Aye. And <clears throat> you mean that is another option? But again, they are that, that that's that's big. just a, that's an expensive fancy metal shed. Really, it is. Aye, that one's no blown away in the wind, right? No, absolutely not. And Um, I think, like, the starting one was again maybe like six by eight or something like that. But again, they were like maybe two and a half grand or something like that. They are quite expensive, but and again, you still need the space. Yeah, a good thing to maybe think about, you know, especially if you know, if you if you there's a a group of you as riders, you know, and some of you have got all lots of different options, you know, use your covers during the season. Put the bike in and have it outside the house, ground anchor it, put the covers in during the season. But when you're putting away for the winter, speak to all your pals. Who've got, who's got space in their shed? Who's got space elsewhere? Do you know what I mean? Aye. Do you know someone else? Do you know somebody with a garage who doesn't use it? You know, offer them a couple of quid and... and, and, and or a and spare room that doesn't use it. Spare room that doesn't use it, yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, so... Um, that that's an option and and probably a great one. You know, like one of my triumphs, my mate Barry. If he's listening, to Barry, how you doing, buddy? Um, it's going to put one of the bikes in one of my bikes in the shed over the winter. You know, um, and just give me access to the shed and go down. You know, it's got he's got electricity in there, so you can keep your trickle charger on it over the over the winter and stuff like that. You know, so I'm going to have of you know, uh, yes, it means that your bike isn't at your house. Yeah, right, absolutely for a for a period of time. Secure. But it's going to be something super secure, you know, absolutely. You know, so, I mean, from from, from that perspective, I always think, yeah, a garage is the most secure, and when I'm not going to be using the bike for a few months, you know, maybe there is somebody out there or somebody, and people will rent out the garages to people. So, you know, as as another option, um, especially when, when you're not in, during the season, um, it's worth looking into, you know. Good point. Yeah, Aye. there you go. There you go. Happy dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, again... It's not the most exciting topic in the world, but again, just the fact that we'd had a couple of people mention along the same line of, well, I'd, I'd like to upgrade my bike, but then, you know I mean, where I live, I don't really have anywhere to put the bike, and I want to uh. buy a brand new bike and then put it outside, and, you know I mean, I'm always a bit wary of people stealing it, I'd rather wait until I move, or mm-hmm. we're in the process of looking I at think, places, and you then I think of, a really good thing, a really good thing to take away from this, if, if there's anything good to take away from this, to be fair, you know, um, <laughs> other than my inability to not have an innuendo, uh, is is just, just covering up your bike is a massive difference between whether or not someone's going to nick it. Uh, apps, you know, the 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 data's out there. There's it, a huge difference, you know. Uh, if if you if people can't see it, it's easy to steal. 
they'll know they'll, 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 they'll go to the one that is Aye. easy to steal you know and if you're if you're taking your bike into work in the morning or you're taking your bike in and putting it outside your, your work for instance and there's three bikes lying there and you put a light cover over your bike and clip it in the people are going to look at that and go i can't see what's underneath i'm not going to attempt it when there's there's two bikes sitting beside of that i know i could just break the steering lock and wheek it away do you know what i mean you know. that was, so, that's that's quite that's probably quite a good conclusion. Yes, the I mean, conclusion is something's better than nothing. Aye, and again, you know it's what? probably that yeah. out of out of sight. Out of sight is more of a deterrent than anything else. Yes, irrespective exactly. of what, how you out, make it out of sight. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So there we go. So that's a. Uh, um, so we've we've um, we've shared a load of ideas there. Hey. <laughs> You know, um, so just Anywhere. if you can, if you can park all those options, <laughs> you know, then uh, that'll that'll obviously help you um, and come to your conclusions. There, there we go. I was waiting to see something else. Yeah. I was far, frantically thinking in my head. What I, could, I, 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 could I was hovering over the negative Ghost Rider button, uh, which is actually the name of that button. That button is now called Negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> Excellent, and uh, and that could be the name of the podcast, Negative Ghost Rider. Negative Ghost Rider. Yeah, and Aye, that, is, that, 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 is, that is now the name of the show. Yeah. Negative Ghost Rider. That'll, that'll get some hits based on the <laughs> Maverick. You know I mean? Aye, and then uh, a lot of people are going to be bitterly disappointed after the first 10 wiggle, minutes. That'll wiggle the algorithm a wee bit. <laughs> if you can't get your algorithm wiggled, what can you do? That's what I say. I'll gear that Thank one. You. I'll gear Thank that you. one. Cheers. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> that's, a, that's a conclusion, isn't it? That yeah. is a conclusion. Um, coming up, and this is no going back to the any other innuendo, Um Coming up, um, we've got a few things on the go. We're going to have on I'm the go. Really, hopefully, our next one's going to be really exciting. I'm really excited about the next one because we've got some guests coming on, haven't we? Yes. 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 Really so, episode 22, albeit logistics logistics providing and equipment working as normal, um, or at least... That's what she said. As, uh, okay. yes. All right, all right, I'll give that. I, I, I was struggling a wee bit there, but we got there in the end. Again, that's what, that's she, what said. she said. So, <laughs> um, I'll... Uh, yeah, so the next uh, next one we've got coming up, or next episode we've got coming up, we're actually going to uh, have a couple of guests in, and we're actually going to... Uh, this actually might be controversial. It might be controversial, oh, actually. We're going to do a ladies special. Um, and I don't mean that as in, it's only for the ladies. I mean, we've actually got a, we've actually got a plethora. Well, it's not a plethora, but we've got a handful of um, lady bikers. Um, that obviously we know through our... I don't want to say exploits, but you mean through... You mean either marriage or you mean being in the shops and all that kind of stuff. So, yes. and they have a vast array of experience, um, and they all ride different bikes and stuff like that. So, um, if anyone's got anything that they want to ask, you mean within within reason. But if there's anything that you've always thought, do you know what I mean? I wonder <clears> if that's <throat> different for me. You mean than it is for a female rider, or yeah. I wonder if they've noticed something that you know I mean. And I don't mean that to sound like we're two entirely different, but I do think there's a lot of things in the biking community that are definitely male orientated or more focused at the at the male market. And I know there's obviously people out there trying to change it and all that stuff. And one of our guests coming in actually, um, she's in a bit of power where she can actually do some of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? And she can change some of that stuff, which is which is interesting. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they say. And we do have a load of stuff, um, like question wise. But if anyone's got anything they want to ask, or want a viewpoint on, or just 
pings across and you know I mean we'll 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 factor it in. <coughs> I, yeah, I'm the same right. as you. I'm genuinely looking forward to this one because I think it's going to be. It's, it's, it's it, it, it will be, be really interesting to get that perspective. It's a perspective that you don't really, you know, you you know, you don't think about probably. No. Um, you know, and but 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 it might be a perspective that some people are listening to. So if you're listening to the podcast and your you know your your other half says, "Oh no, biting," it's just all you guys going out and getting drunk or whatever. It's all you guys going out and going for your scones or whatever. You know, and and uh, I'm I'm not I'm not. It's not for me. It's not for you know. Maybe get get them to come in, listen, listen to this, the next one, and actually get it from a you know from a from a female girl's perspective and sense of actually no, the biking community isn't what you think it is. Actually, way better and way more inclusive and way more fun and interesting than you think it is. Because unfortunately, popular culture posts you know post biking and motorcycling as this rough misogynistic you know. Um, in a world that 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 it isn't, and we know it isn't. We know you know from the number of people that are like that, that appear from the chapter up at Harley, and and you know the people that you be chatted to, and, and you see in the shops and Triumph and and Victors and all these kind of places, you know, um, at the Honda place, and everything, you know, it, it's 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 a massive amount of people, and, and loads of men and women all love riding the motorcycles or being in the back of the motorcycles, but popular culture is against us, in in that sense, you know, that we yeah. don't. You know, um, you know, and uh, and so it would be really good to get it straight from you know from the the people who have, have experienced it. Oh, I, I, thought I, I, I thought you guys, I thought you guys something else there, straight no, from the I'm horse's mouth. Is I that? wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say. <clears throat> you know, off uh, to a bad be, start. It would be really interesting to get the pros and the cons from from that point of view you know and also has it improved have you know you know 10 years ago what, what was it was it the same being a lady biker as it is now you know totally do you know what I mean and I think there's uh, obviously when you put your helmet on it's do you know I mean sometimes it's difficult to tell do you know what I mean but see to be honest if I'm driving along the road and I'm, I'm nodding or waving or whatever the first thought that doesn't cross my mind is is, is that a guy or a woman that's, that's not the first thing that crosses my no. mind the first thing I'm looking at is, or the first thing I'm thinking is, is will they nod or will they wave back which you mean yeah. nine times out of ten they do um, and to be honest you know I mean we're getting to that point where you mean hair's starting to cut you mean my hair hangs at the back of my helmet do you know what I mean and I'm going to note that is because my wife followed me back one day she went your hair's flapping about at the back of that helmet and I'm going oh brilliant you know what I mean it's going to get yeah. covered in crap and all sorts took me ages to tongue that this morning and um, it's looking silky smooth tonight <laughs> and uh, well sorry no silky smooth greasy it's, uh, I get them mixed up aye. But, it's the same thing <clears throat> you know exactly so um, uh, yeah so you're, you're, I think it'll be uh, I'm super excited about this one you know, really aye, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see what kind of dynamic this brings. I think it'll be, a, mm-hmm. a, I think it'll be an absolute laugh if nothing else, mm-hmm. um, based on you know, I mean, who we've got coming on because they're, they're mental. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think what I'll also try and do is I'll try and reach out to maybe a, maybe a female influencer and see if we can get a wee interview, um, whether that be user NK or Safi Sprocket or you know, what I mean, someone. Um, that's that's quite popular um, from an in, from a uh, an influencer perspective, and see if we can get them on to do a little interview as well, because that yep. maybe not in the same episode, but maybe as a quick follow on, um, like a kind of half episode almost specifically for that, just to just again to to get more of a a, a different view on it, and especially if they're in that if they're in the influencer space or if they're in the YouTube space, or just to see what that 
you mean what what is the take on it from from that side of stuff? Yes. And how receptive it is, especially if <clears> they've if if it's one of the ones that goes to maybe the Outlander event or the 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 ADV event or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So aye, we'll see what we can come up with. There we go. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And hopefully we'll have an unboxing shortly. We'll yep. have a, an update from a helmet setup perspective. Uh, and then maybe some, hopefully soon, some demos. Some um, demos out, some more video footage, some some cool shots, and ideally me on my sports dress. Yeah, because I think that's the, I think ideally that wants to be that needs to be a first big review. Is like yeah. our bikes. <clears throat> I know it's what, been out for a while, but it, how we're getting yeah. them, how we're getting on with them. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, loads to come. Um, and again, it's just. Yeah, apologies, this one's taking a wee bit longer, but again, life just kind of got in the way a wee bit, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately. So, but oh, they, but we're that's back. It. Isn't it? That's us, isn't it, for episodes 312? If only, it's only 21. Only episode yeah. 21. It's a 20, it's a 21st episode. We should, be, we should be popping Prosecco. There you go. There you go. Yep, key, we get the key to the bike. Not the key to the door, key to the bike. Key to the bike. Is it, is it key to the door the 18th? Can't mind. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway, thank you very much for listening to the ramblings of us average bikers this week and for supporting each and every episode. We really do appreciate everyone that comes along, downloads, listens, enjoys the show um, and you know gets in touch with us. You met a nice chap, didn't you? Popped, we popped up on Instagram, you met one of our fans. But yes, you were across it. yes, I did. Um, Big shout out um, to Christopher Denham. Christopher, I met him last night at the bike night, and uh, he's a he's a massive fan. Had a little sit on his Kiwi Superlight, which I only sat on in about. I think the first time I sat on a Kiwi Superlight was probably about five or six years ago, and <coughs> nice. it's such a cool little bike. Do you know what I mean? It's such a cool yeah. little bike. So yeah, so he's targeting his A one. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's in that A one bracket, and then he's got grand plans to be off and running and work his way up to. I think he's already. I think he's already established he wants something like a, it was a Yamaha like a 900 mother order or something like that he wants next or a, an intruder I can't remember I always cool. get too mixed nice. up but aye big shout out to Chris because I know he'll be listening excellent yeah no, brilliant and, uh, and also we never talked about the the new logo we've got the new logo up and running oh no oh, how yeah, did we yeah. miss that I know I know absolutely how so the new, the new logo's that? up and running and uh, we'll be do, we're doing some negotiations and chatting away with a few um, a few suppliers for potential merchandise so if you do feel the need to the need for speed <laughs> <laughs> hey, ba -ba -ba negative ghost rider the pattern is full yeah absolutely then um, so we'll go from top gun to top t-shirts top mugs and uh, all the rest and hopefully we'll be able to if you fancy doing that we'll offer the ability to pick up some ABC Average Bikers in a Cave merch um, if, you, if you if you want that kind of stuff yeah which, that'd be cool yeah which again if it all, all goes to plan you know I mean it'll be We'll try and keep it as cheap as possible. Again, yep. we're not in it for the money. We're just in it for the shits and giggles, <clears throat> aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'll yeah. So we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep we're in it for the innuendo. We're in You know what they say: money goes out the window when love goes in the window. So, um, yeah. oh, actually, wait a minute. How many of the people replied to the question? Oh, um, I think we got one. Did you, <laughs> does that Matt Blanche, Mister Blanche, come up with the right answer for the question? Thank you, well Matt. Well done. Yeah, so just, spot on. Do you I am rubber, you are glue. Yes, from yes, last episode, uh -huh. we did set the competition of I am rubber, you are glue. You are glue. 
Um, and that was from, for those of you that remember, the uh, the Secret of Monkey Island. Yeah. So go. the Curse of Monkey Island. So there was the first one. So the first one uh, is, the, I think the first one's The Secret of Monkey Island. I can't remember off the top of my head now. That's terrible. I've played that game so many times and I can't remember <laughs> what one it is. Anyway, it's, uh, I think it's uh, The Secret of Monkey Island's the first one. The Curse of Monkey Island and Chocolate Revenge is the second one. And then it moves on from there. So, um, but uh, in, 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 the, in that, um, point and click adventure by the amazing Ron Gilbert, uh, superb. Uh, that you fight the swordmaster, but you don't fight the swordmaster with a sword. You fight, you fight them with your wit, and uh, they ask questions. And if you don't know the answer, one of the one of the answers, if you didn't know the right answer, was I am rubber and you are glue. There you go. There you go. See, another one was I'm selling these fine leather jackets. So there we go. <laughs> well done, Matt. You were the only one to get it right. Yeah, well, well played, Matt. Thank you, sir. Keep it right in the post. Your prize yeah. is on its way. Yep. Your prize on its way. Yeah, Aye. absolutely. Wait for that. Em- it, wait for that envelope of nothing. Yeah, it doesn't cost much to send thin air. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, our admiration hey. will be winging its way to you shortly. Yes. So, um, so there we go. I am Robert Yoglu. So, massive thank you, folks, uh, for for that. Darren, how do you, how did how did the boys and girls out there get in touch? You can get in touch with us through our social media on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, or you can email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com again if you're at bike night uh, at west coast on a Thursday you can see us there if you see us floating about in west coast or anywhere else just give us a nod give us a shout tap us on the back and uh, yeah or just interact any way you can we're on everywhere all the time yeah please like share and more importantly, subscribe and ding your bell. I want to ring my, my bell. bell. Ding, ding, ding. Ding your bell. And uh, thank you very much, folks, for another superb um, chit-chat with you guys out there listening. We really do appreciate the the time you spend listening to these opinions. And remember, they are just opinions of a group of average bikers. And until next episode, remember... Only a biker understands why his dog sticks his head out of the car window. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full.